Are you ready? A shot of wrestling. Episode 295. And the way we go. Is that the message you got? We are about to go live, but you're ready to rock. So take a shot. Oh, so take a shot. Oh, yeah. I'm a street breaker. I'm a heartbreaker. This is my dawn. I'm a more razor. Rick Flair, Nature Boy, about to seek and destroy. It's an SOW. Let me hear you make noise. Take a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? We are about to go live, but you're ready to rock. So take a shot. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of A Shot of Wrestling. I'm your host, at Michael J. Putty. Joined, as always, the goose to my maverick, Hollywood Mark Schwann. Marcus, how you feeling, buddy? Oh, how am I feeling? That's a loaded question, I feel like. Uh-oh. Well, you know, buddy, I mean, I should be very happy. You know, this this coming weekend is uh, the baby shower for my daughter. You know, uh, it, it should be an exciting time. I, less than 50 days away from the birth of little Schwanette. But yet, yet there's, a, there's a dark stain here in my heart because of the fact that my boys, the East Coast Syndicate, lost the tag team championship at Queen of North 3. That's, that's twice now. I wasn't invited to your wedding, and now I'm not invited to your baby shower. You want to go to a baby shower? Listen to yourself. Un- before I unload my Listen baggage... Um, you mentioned you boys lost my condolences, but they lost to blonde force trauma. And on behalf of them, please welcome our special guest, the governor, your guiding light and mine, Mr. A J pan governor. Welcome to the show. Thank you for your time. I know you're a busy man. I am. I am still celebrating. It's good to see you, Mr. Potty. Hey, Hollywood. How are you, brother? <laughs> oh, by the way, Mark, I should tell you, AJ's joining us tonight. I forgot to tell you that. Oh, gee, thank you, buddy. AJ, wow. How you feeling? I mean, couldn't this day couldn't get better, huh? <laughs> I'm feeling fantastic. I'm feeling on top of the world. As you should be. You're so smug. You're so smug looking. You're just sitting over there with your pompous smile. Oh God, you're disgusting. I mean I mean what I mean, BC, we had a great show at Queen of the North Three. I'm excited, I'm excited to talk about that. Really? I, I can agree really with that. I can agree with that. We, there was a very successful show. Hell of a job, Anthony Cole and everyone around. Queen North 3, over a year and a half. Yes, sure. I'll give you credit to AJ. Uh, over a year and a half, BCW has been away from the game and came back. True their word, bigger than ever. Uh, I'm excited to be part of it. BCW has been gone for, what you said, like a year and a half. All the promotions have more come that, back. Probably. Yeah, more than that. All the promotions have come back since. But I think at Queen of the North, BCW showed those promotions how it's done. Well done, AJ. Mark, get a hand in it. Congratulations to both of you guys. You guys put on one hell of a show. Thank you. I mean, I mean we needed to, uh, in a sense, because we were gone for so long. So it was either go big or go home. And we, I think, believe we went big. We went big. Uh, we made, uh, as we were saying, we made history that night. <laughs> and I think it's uh, I think it's a record. I think no champion that has male and females has had every, uh, every title held by a uh, female athlete. And now that is what BCW has. I tried looking this up. A fan brought this up uh, on social media about BCW having being the only promotion to have all of its champions be women. Uh, I, it never even occurred to me, man. And I haven't seen any other promotion have that. Uh, AJ, uh, I, I have to ask. Well, let's put our different side real fast here. 
did you was this a plan going forward did you guys want to make history or was this a happy accident uh a little of both i want to say i mean we definitely had an idea we wanted to establish kind of a new bcw and you know again we've been away for a year and a half so we could mix and match a lot of different moving pieces i mean you know we my first one was to bring you know i wanted a darius wanted a big challenger I wanted a big challenge. We needed somebody big for Queen of the North. Uh, Marina Shabir just came to mind. Negotiations went on for quite a while. We were able to do that match. I knew it was going to be a blockbuster match. Darius, over 1,200 days as champion. Even though Marina Shabir is a top-tier athlete, knowing Darius, he would have found a way to remain champion. Uh, his number was called on this occasion. Yeah. She had I mean, his, yes, she had his hey, number. I- it's not quite an upset, but it, it, it's uh, it was shocking to say the it's least. Definitely still surprising, and we've never seen that. You know, for those who didn't see it, you know, and I want to. I mean, if you've probably seen it already, but Darius, you know, he tapped out. Something I wild. Yeah, I never thought I would see that. I saw the crowd; they were stunned. I was lucky to be on commentary for that match, and I definitely, I'd say, one of the top three biggest moments in. B- I missed the match, right? I, I was helping out backstage there. Uh, I get to Gorilla. Uh, right when Shane is announcing the new world heavyweight champion, Marina Shafir, and I'm looking at the crowd reaction, and every literally everyone was on their feet, and the the feeling was it was like a hush silence, if you will. It reminded me of WrestleMania when Undertaker lost to Brock Lesnar. It had the same exact feeling, and, and then it dawned on them, and then you hear the pop. It, it was. It was a really cool feeling, man. It, it was awesome to see. And a great moment for Marina Shafir uh, and for BCW. Yeah, 100%. It was amazing to feel that live and to see the stun hush and then hear them go crazy for a new champion. They were a part of it. Uh, yeah, you know, it was, couldn't, have, couldn't have worked out any better just to see that. Marina grabbing the mic afterward and just letting Darius know, uh, you know, she's not his problem anymore. Right, right, the right. crowd singing Darius out and just Darius' expression, like, where does he go from here now? It's going to be interesting to see where in the coming months at BCW, what happens to Darius Carter. I was really thinking about that uh, throughout the week, just wondering. Like, it's just so weird to see Darius Carter not a champion in BCW. Like, where where, where does he fit in the card? Does, is he entitled to a rematch? Like, what, what what's going on here? I mean, he's definitely, you know, he, of course, he's a top contender. Um, do I? It's a, it's a new BCW, so I don't know if we're going to have automatic rematches any longer. I mean, well, we never really had that. Whoa. Uh, but whoa. whoa, no, no automatic rematches. Like, what? What does this mean for my boys? What does that mean for East Coast? No rematch. I mean, are they even talking after? Uh, I mean, when me and uh, Raylan and Heather were walking out, good question. Right? I saw, uh, I, very good question. I mean, okay, okay, okay. All right. In all honesty, yeah, I mean, everyone saw that there was a there's a little tension there at the end. Um, a little Chris Barton, yeah, he, you know, he, he's younger. He's 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 got he's got a lot of uh, emotions. He feels a certain way right now. Uh, felt like he wants to go off on his own here. Uh, listen, uh, they haven't spoke. They haven't they haven't reconciled as far as I know right now. Uh, Barton's not answering my calls. I I, I don't know, but we, there's a lot of time until the next show though. Anything could happen. You know, I, I, it's Mr. Putty, you know what I do have to say? It is interesting. This shows you inexperience over what was, I was quoted as a couple of months ago, uh, an aging hipster. Yes. Well, well, this aging hipster still has some tricks up his sleeve, and he still is able 
to fulfill his promises. Ray Colucci, Ray Colucci, excuse me. Uh, let's see, a low blow. Uh, you know, what is it? Your your mink coat getting involved, hopping on the apron. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, those are, those are decent tricks. Well, sure, of course. You know, when I have every other week, Don coming online threatening me. Months or, a year earlier, he pulled a knife on me, threatening he's going to mug me instead of worrying about the tag team champions. So I apologize. You know, for I, that. Do, I do have to. I do have to thank you because. Maybe the guiding light was making me a little soft. So maybe America's favorite agent needed to come mm-hmm. out and show everyone that I can still get the job done no matter what. So is the guiding light, is that over with? No. Is that on record no, right now? Oh, no, 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 no. I, maybe oh, I my. No, listen. The world is not black and white. Yeah. It's gray. To every yin, there's a yang. You guys brought out the side of me that I try, I'm trying to suppress, but... You guys want to bring him out? You want to bring and bring out chairs? You want to what attack Ray? Bring Ray out was chairs? Just, Ray was you just brought the chair yourself? Sure, Ray was just trying to make sure Dom didn't come after me. I could have... Now, the guy didn't like, just wanted to do things the correct way and have the cops deal with him. But you know what? I decided, you know what? Maybe it's time to go. Maybe he would only understand the street way. And that's the making way. sure this Ray got between us and make sure he didn't touch me. But your boy wants to act tough, so Ray smacked him back. Before you guys continue, he's, as worried, our... he's worried about yeah. me instead of worrying about Ray Lynn, instead of worried about Heather Monroe. Before you guys experience, and before we, we you guys, so that's, that's that's why I was there, Mark. Before you guys continue, for those who haven't seen the show yet, for those who haven't seen the social media, can you please explain what you guys are talking about with Ray Kalidri? What happened? So Ray again, Kalidri, once again, Dom, okay. he's, he's going to spin it. He's spin after it. me. Okay. During, like he, and he's been online. Oh, why, but why was he? Why was he coming after you? Why because Mark, you stuck Mark, your nose where it didn't belong? The floor goes to AJ Pan. AJ Pan, you have the floor. I'm just telling you how it is. Yeah, because weeks on end, months on end, instead of discussing the big world tag team title match, the match that they wanted competition, I gave them competition. But again, turning on me and saying, "Oh, I better I get involved." Oh, it's happening a wrong way. Can't make them happy. And then instead of talking about the great athletes that law enforcement trauma are didn't even hear from Chris Barton and Dominic De Niro is worried about me talking about stealing my shoes, talking about robbing me instead oh, of worrying things, about his opponents. Things in the past. I'm not going to okay. get robbed. It, 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 I'm not going to come out to Jersey and have, again, get physically attacked. But, so I had made sure one of my boys was there just to step between and make sure I don't get touched. Why are you even with Bond Force Trauma to begin with? You're the governor. You're, you're, you're taking care of the, the show in general. Like, there, there's no reason for you to be with Bond Force Trauma. I, I get it. You, you made Ray Lynn a promise. All right. All right. Cool. Maybe I can get over that. But I knew it. I knew it, which is why I came out back into the world of professional wrestling to make sure that you didn't stick your nose where it didn't belong. But guess what? I guess I felt that. Maybe I've been gone for too long myself. Maybe I should have known that you would have an ace up your sleeve there with Ray. Maybe I should have known that. That's on me. I'll take credit for that. I'll take the blame for that. Dom, Chris, if you're hearing that, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I took a year and a half off, and I took my eye off the prize here. That's on me. But you, AJ, this is not over, man. This is not over with me and you. You got your crew. I got mine. And we're coming for what's ours. Just make sure your head's in the game this time, because obviously you, you didn't take me seriously. And you've been running your mouth and calling me an aging hipster and saying my head's not in the game. And I'm not going to be able to leave law enforcement trauma to championships. 
you obviously have not studied my history what? as much as you thought I did. And no, What's when it? I make What's a promise, no matter what it is, I got Asriel the BCW Heavyweight Championship. I got him multiple world championships. I led people to tag team championships, to singles championships. When I, I make a promise, I, I haven't, when I, I haven't have done my it. head to something, it's going to happen. I haven't done any of that. I haven't led anyone to championships in my first year in professional wrestling. I have led everyone in my crew to championships. Anyone that was by my side, I led them to gold my first year, AJ Pan. You have 20 years on me. Good for you. I respect that. But guess what? In 20 years, I'm still in the game. You are going to be completely irrelevant at this pace. Michael J. Putty, you say by hook or by crook? That's exactly what AJ Pan does. And guess what? Maybe I was a little too nice there. Maybe I need to go back to the old Hollywood, the Hollywood assassin. Maybe I need to pull some tricks out of my sleeve to get back on top. Maybe that has to happen. I don't know, AJ. You bring out, I bring out the worst to you. You bring out the worst to me. Let's see what you got, Command Anniversary. That's a bold statement, Mark. He just challenged you to a tuxedo match. I don't know what that sounded like. I don't know if you want to accept that or not, but I guess you want to marinate on that for a while. You know, it's funny he said I was irrelevant. He said that a couple of months ago. And look where I am on top of the world, managing the tag team champions. So even though you, it's back, backhanded in the same way he was, he was with Ray Lynn, while you respect me, you still do not take me seriously as a threat still. You think I'm going to be irrelevant? As long as I want to be in this game, I will be relevant. It's just that simple. When I set my mind to something, I'm going to make it happen one way or the other. I don't care if I'm hated. I don't care if people think it's the wrong way. What only matters to me is who I represent at the time. If I get them what they want, and in return, that gets me what I want. It's a mutually beneficial society. Raylan, Heather Monroe, they, oh, and you said they weren't going to win the big one? They did. I'm irrelevant. I'm back in the game. I'm glad my words carry weight to you guys. I'm glad it does. It obviously, let a fire under you guys' asses. So, bravo. I love to, bravo. I love hey, to good, prove good everybody for wrong. Good That's for you. Good for I you. I want to prove the doubters wrong. You acting I'm like I'm not going out like a punk ass bitch, like everybody tried to treat me. Not going to happen. You're acting like you life. won the war. This is just a battle. You won the battle here. Good for you. We'll see what happens anniversary. Hey, buddy, you want to take control of the show or what? Um, I just have my popcorn and I'm enjoying you guys going at it. <laughs> but let me save you, Mark, before AJ demolishes you even further. Oh, we'll, we'll go on. I was, uh, him. I was backstage doing some post-game interviews. And I got a chance to talk to the new and former champion. Um, AJ, can I get your opinion on what they said? Here, let me play it for you. Ladies and gentlemen, I am here with the brand new bcw world heavyweight champion marina shafir marina how you feeling i'm a little banged up but uh it was all worth it and i'm much better now you made darius carter tap out an event that i never thought i would ever see how'd you do that uh i think he did it himself i think he did that all by himself it's well said what does the future hold here at bcw what does the marina shafir era in bcw hold I really, really look forward to seeing who wants to take this away from me. Who wants to try, scratch, claw, give me all you got. I got a problem for everything. That's what's in store. Mr. Penn, your thoughts on what she had to say? You know, Marina Shafir, she proved herself, as we said earlier. I mean, she made Darius Carter tap out. Um, She is the face of the company right now. 
I'm interested to see who's going to step up. I mean, obviously, Darius is going to want to rematch, but it's anniversary. We've had the biggest names come into anniversary to That's true. not only not only just compete, but compete for the heavyweight championship. So um, this is this is new territory for us. I mean, who knows? It might not be a male challenger. We have a female. We're going to have the best athlete come in, male or female, are going to challenge. Or we they. Could more history. We could make more history anniversary and have, you know, two females competing for the heavyweight championship. It's all up in the air right now. Me and Mr. Cole are meeting uh, about a lot of things, and there's a lot of contenders, a lot of people. I mean, I don't know if you see on social media, a lot of comments and from not- notable people yep. congratulating Marina. So there's going to be a lot of notable people knocking on our door saying they want a shot at her. And she's going to be a problem for a lot of people. I, You know, we, we they all saw the picture uh, that Marina Shafir posted up with her, Rod- Roderick Strong, and, and, her, and her son yeah. holding up. The BCW Championship and an NXT Championship right there as well. Never thought I'd see that. That was a pretty cool shot, but definitely brought a lot of eyes to BCW. So that's definitely going to open the door, not just to the Northeast for people looking for competition in BCW, but the whole world. Without question. And it's great to see how proud Marina Shapir is to be the BCW Heavyweight Champ. You always want to see that. And she's, you know, she's reposting all weekend, posting pictures with the belt, talking about how, you know, happy she is to be there so but as a champion we love to see that and it's going to be a very again more more interesting times to see what happens now speaking of proud champions i also got a chance to talk to the former champion darius carter aj i'm curious your thoughts on what he had to say ladies and gentlemen we're backstage in a sentence that's going to be weird for me to say but the former bcw champion darius carter darius uh have a look in your face what's going on that's an interesting question. What's going on? What's going on is I kind of feel like I was set up to fail. Whole women's event, women's month, Marina Shafir, championships all changing hands. The, the date was delayed from January 21st to March 19th. Didn't feel right. Didn't feel right. Didn't feel right being in that submission. Didn't feel right hearing it announced that I submitted. Didn't feel right looking up and Marina Shafir is talking to me on a microphone and and, and celebrating a title win. It didn't seem right. None of that felt right. None of that was right. And you know it wasn't right. It's not about Marina's ability. It's about mine. It's about the fact that I am something more than Marina could ever be. It's about how I am the thing that Marina wants to be in this business. Is Marina better than me? No. Is that championship better off without me? No. Is BCW better off without me no because bcw can't exist without me with or without a championship there are no doors for you to walk through if i'm not there let's see how long marina lasts because anyone can do it one day but let's see you make the rest of the dates Governor, he brings up some points here. Your thoughts on what he had to say? This, <laughs> this is a Darius Carter that a lot of people are not going to be happy to see. Um, this is a Darius Carter none of us has ever, has ever seen before. I mean, from the opening, from the Governor's Ball segment, when Marina Shafir stalked the ring, never lost eye contact with Darius, but never got into the ring. 
and didn't say a word. Darius is not used to that. Darius is used to somebody trying to get into his face and trying to match him, with, which many rarely do. And that started to change, and even into the match, when we saw Darius was ready to lunge at Marina, Marina just had her gaze locked on him. It took half of the match for da to see the Darius that we know and have come to expect. But it all unraveled, and uh, we had a new champion. And still, after Darius came to, when I saw him walking out, when I saw the when I heard the crowd singing to him, he didn't turn back to the crowd, and he didn't shut them up like he normally would. Yeah, he didn't. No, he didn't know what to do. After he has time to let it stew and let it simmer and formulate a game plan, BCW is going to be a war zone. We've seen Darius, but Darius has been here since day one. He's been through everybody. He's seen the EC Negros, the Mike Orlando's, the Joe Gacy's. He's the Austin, Austin Theory, Dan Mob, Papa Don. He's been through everybody here in BCW. I mean, he has some points, but you know what? We can't discredit Marina Shapiro at all. Uh, if it seems like it seems like Darius Carter is in his head. It seems like Marina Shafir got to him mentally. Marina and definitely that, got in his head. And, and, and the fact that he, that he lost, that, that interview with you, Putty, uh, that didn't sound like the Darius Carter that I knew. It, it seems like he was, he was rattled. He's shook. Off kilter. But I have to say, I think as he was talking, a plan was already formulating in his head. Because that, that laugh at the end scared the bejesus out of me because he's definitely got something up his sleeve. The wheels are definitely turning. Hey, I, BCW, yes. AJ Pan, I agree with you here. It's going to be a war zone. It's going to be chaos. And Darius Carter is going to be out for blood. Yeah, without question. Uh, this is a Darius that many people will not want to see. Uh, ooh, I, yeah, dangerous I, man. I, I'm excited and worried. It's going to be exciting for fans to see, but for uh, like Anthony Cole and myself, uh, I'm not going to try to rein him in. Uh, you know, whatever's going to happen and, you know, just... I think you should try to, AJ. I think you should try to. Why, uh, be the no. governor. No, no, you know what? You know what? Let Darius, you know. Get in there, AJ. Get your hands a little dirty. No, you know what? Darius has some points. So, you know, let, you know, until it gets to a point where it's going to become dangerous for maybe officials and referees, you know what? Guys can handle the wrestlers can handle themselves. Governor, I know you just checked the time. I know you're short on time. Again, thank you for joining us. But so I'm going to play two clips for you back to back. I was lucky enough to interview the new women's champion, Ruthless Lala. And at the end of the night, I was kind of trying to wrap things up, and she interrupted me. And she brought somebody on to confront them. I want to play both clips for you back to back to get your thoughts on them, and then we'll send you on your way. Here we are backstage after that brutal main event with the new. BCW Women's Champion, Ruthless Lala. Ruthless Lala, how are you feeling right now? I, I'm i tired, man. Uh, I have a lot of emotions. Um, vanity brought it. Like, no no faking the funk, no nothing. Like, I believe I lost a tooth in this match. Um, well worth it. Um, she brought it like I asked her to bring it. And at the end of the day, just like I said before, it wasn't a threat it wasn't a promise it was a spoiler alert i came in and i leave your new bcw women's champion and i meant what i said mercedes martinez 
Masha Slamovich, and Jordan Blake, and even Jordan, and 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 even Eel O'Neal. Like these are the people that are next on my list, you know. And that's with the utmost respect. I plan on getting in this ring with them and literally fucking up the church's money. For the motherfucking culture, respectfully, though. And that's it, man. I'm going to take this off, and I want to say I want to go to Disney World, but I'm tired. So I want to go and get – I'm going to go have a conversation with Mary Jane. Mm-hmm. Well, folks, that wraps things up here. Can we get the uh, – Queen... oh, oh, ECW Women's Champion. I was somewhere around here getting undressed. Um, did Darius Carter really say that BCW wouldn't run without him? He did say that. That quote. That's what he said. Correct. Bring it in real quick. Bring, no, 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 bring it in real quick. Bring, bring it in real quick. Fuck Darius Carter. Disrespect. Okay? Okay? Without this belt, I'm going to call Darius Carter out. I'm sick of him disrespecting Queen of the North. It's not King of the North. It's Queen of the North. Correct. He bitches like a female, but he's still not a woman. He's not. Okay? I'm getting tired. And now this Marina Shafir is champion. Thank God. But even still then, he won't shut up. Darius, why won't you shut up? Why won't you shut up? Why won't you shut up? You lost and you still don't shut up. You actually talk more. See, you know what? Maybe it was the fact that after this lariat that I did... Yes. No, 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 no. Please come here. Please come here. Like, maybe it was the fact that after the lariat and, like, getting thrown in the chairs and all this crazy type of shit, maybe I wasn't under the right impression that, you know, I knew that I forgot somebody. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Say your piece. I walk up, talk your promo, say your things, do what you want to do at my expense, but do not touch me because you just became champion and I can end things very quickly for you. Oh, you want to end things very quickly? I don't have to want to do anything. So look, so look. This is about you. Say your Okay, say no, your no, words. no, 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 whatever, whatever. So after you're done trying to play hide and seek with trying to get your belt back from Marina Shafir, Hit me up. I said it in Atlantic City before I became the women's champion. And I said, whether you or JTG won, I'm still coming to you, Darius. I have gave you by far the most respect. And I will keep giving you the respect. I'll talk shit about you, but I'll talk it in your face. But I'll give you the respect. But the one thing that you will not keep saying is that without you, BCW wouldn't run. Respectfully, Mr. Carter, I'll see you soon. See, I'm still the champ because they still want that match with me. <laughs> hey, Governor, you heard right there. One, you had a fighting woman's champion, Ruthless Lala, ready to take on all comers, including Darius, who she took offense to some derogatory terms he said towards the company. Uh, your thoughts? Um, I mean, that goes back to what we were just talking about. That this is a da- dangerous Darius. Uh, he'll go after anybody. He'll go after Ruthless Lala and... Uh, that would be a phenomenal match, uh, you know, not for anniversary because we got to have the women's championship defended, but I would love to see that match down the line. That would be one of the most hard-hitting matches we've ever had in BCW. You know, it's and it's gonna. it would be hard to – I have to kind of agree with Darius when I said it would be hard to see BCW without a Darius Carter in it. Um, at the same token, in the past six months to a year, Ruthless Lala – even though we've been, you know, on hiatus, she has been talking nonstop about BCW. She's been she has, talking yeah. about 
She has. She's been talking about it. She couldn't wait for it to come back. Talking about her women's championship opportunity. Uh, and I, we can't forget, she qualified for the Grand Dragon Championship. She is qualified. She will, she will still be in that tournament. We can't forget about that. So uh, Ruth Asala is coming for uh, everything and everybody. We are in for some interesting times in BCW. Uh, I do like that year also of uh, Ruth Asala against our new queen of the monsters, Jordan Blade. Mm-hmm. There's a world of there's a world out there. Uh, we can't forget uh, our first queen of the monsters, Savannah Evans. She wants to come back. We have to make the schedule work, but that's also there too. I would love to see Ruth Asala against Savannah Evans. That would be another hard hitting match. The list is endless. Uh, our queen of the north. We haven't even spoken about Danny Moe. She went through a hell of a competition. She beat Christina Marie, who had a you know fantastic showing. Uh, then she went through Shaz McKenzie, who made her finally made her BCW debut. And Brittany Blake made another debut. And that was a hardly contested match. Uh, BCW is on fire right now. We're in for some interesting times. Me and Mr. Cole have a lot of decisions to make. There's a lot of people emailing, DMing us to come in. <sighs> There's a lot going on. And I also have to figure out who's Blonde Force Trauma's first opponents are going to be. Well said, I can tell you who I can tell you who it won't be. Well, you can guess who it won't be, but, you know. Of course, because you hold, you hold the cards there with that. Of course, you, of course it's never going to be East Coast Syndicate. Of course, because well, you guys I, are. I, mean, I just know they weren't talking, and I saw what happened. So we, I can't wait for them to kiss and make up. So it's on to new no, challenges. Yeah, yeah. Well, watch ne- 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 next. I'm going to shut my mouth before you fi- decide to fire me and East Coast Governor. You so know, power hungry. You, I wouldn't fire you because I like to. I like to make a fool out of you, and I like to see that smug face fall to the ground when I prove that I still have it. You do a good job, Yo, Putty Brob. Putty, putty Brob, a tuxedo match that might have to happen at some point. Governor, thank you for your time, buddy. We really appreciate it. I know you got other things to do. You're very busy, so thank you for your time tonight. Great, oh, yeah. great, great job with the Queen of the North, and I look forward to anniversary. Thank you. And, buddy, you're invited to the after party. You're invited oh, to the after party. Oh, can't wait. Awesome. Yes. Look forward your to VIP it. status. About time. Appreciate it. Governor. Anytime. Anytime. I'm not going to go with a bunch of stooges. Well, you could sit back and, you know, take place to your namesake, Mark, and, and we will see you sooner than later. Get this punk out of here. You know, Mark, please have some respect for our guests. The governor was nice to take some time for his time, and you just said, get rid of this schmuck? Come on. How how about, uh, you know, you give me a heads up next time, considering all the things that just happened between me and him? Thank Bruh. God we're not going to see Brah. The, the legend, Maury Povich, announced he's retiring. I wanted to do some sort of surprise angle in honor of him. It worked to a T. You guys gave me great content for the show. So, thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, Mark. Um, what's trending this week? So, the only thing really worth talking about right now on Twitter is Triple H, man. He made some breaking news. WWE at WWE breaking. Triple H announced his retirement from in-ring competition on ESPN. First take with Stephen A. Smith. Dude, I, I saw the interview, man. Um, did you? Especially the clip of I saw the clip of him retiring. Dude, that got to me, man. I, I'm not gonna lie. Some more people commented about this. Let's get into that real fast before I go on here. Uh, Sean Ross Sap with Fightful.com at Sean Ross Sap. Triple H is now on first take. He started to cough up blood, and Stephanie noticed it, leading to him getting checked out. After getting tests, he was in heart failure and had to go straight to the emergency room. That's him talking about his health trouble. What what happened uh, that caused him to go to the hospital? And because of this, you know, he can no longer wrestle. 
Interesting point, though, here that WrestleOps here brought up at WrestleOps. Triple H's final ever match happened with Randy Orton. What a final opponent to have. I think that's, that's got to be the perfect ending for Triple H's career. And apparently, he started his career in pro- professional wrestling March 24th, 1992. Wow. He ended today, March 25th, 2022. I think textbook career, a, a career that I, I feel like doesn't get enough credit for. Uh, for all the things he's done in the ring and outside of the ring, for how many people he inspired and how many people he gave a chance to, the, the stars that we see today, especially the women's division that we see today in WWE. The, the man, he's a, he's a girl dad, yeah. proud girl dad at that. Uh, something I, I am relating to, I was getting choked up actually listening to this because he was getting choked up talking about when he was being put under, he was wondering if he would ever see his girls again. Uh, he was he was close there, man. He was he was definitely close, closer than a lot of us thought that he was to to bring up death there, uh, which is scary. Uh, so it definitely had me thinking a lot, as well as, as someone that's going to be a girl dad. Just glad that Triple H is still with us. It's unfortunate this is how his career ends, but you know what? Again, like last opponent, Randy Orton. What better opponent to have than him? Especially the career that they had together. True. The story. Uh, Triple H, he, he did it all in this business, man. He really has. This one stung, man. This one really, really stung. Talked about it last show. Our top five performers of all time. He was my number two. That's right. I was a huge Triple H fan. since his day. I was a huge Hunter Hearst Helmsley fan. <laughs> Me and my friends would play basketball on the street. Me and football on the street. Every time I did something, something cool, I did the fucking bow. Uh, yes, yeah. the bow. <laughs> He's had a lot, of, a, lot, a lot of classic matches. He, a lot of incarnations. Talk about evolving his career. The master of that. Uh, cerebral, cerebral assassin, king of kings, the game. Game. And this one this one really stings, man, especially the way he had to go out. I mean, he, he was one of the part-timers that would come for meaningful matches, but then we found out months ago he had a cardiac event. No one would say a goddamn thing about it. Now we know why, because we're fucking goddamn serious. Yeah, yeah, like, do you think it, it's it's weird? It, it's if, heartbreaking to see. I don't know if you feel the same way, but it's weird going through my timelines on social medias. Everybody is praising this guy, even people who are not with the company anymore. One of the things we talked about on the show a while ago was the iconic. I think it might have been Andrew from Wrestling IQ One Hundred and One. The iconic Triple H pose, the handshake, NXT guys. Yes, when they're signed, yes. when they win the championship, and he was all about NXT. Everybody in NXT loved this guy. Nothing but praise, even from former employees who got fired, didn't part the company well, say praise about Triple H. And he's just one of the best in the business, man. It's just sad to see him go out this way. We were hoping for one more match in him. But like you said, the best way to go out was against Randy Orton, his protege. And it's just, like just really hard. I can sit here all day and read the tweets yeah. From everyone, current WWE to AEW, everyone. Chris Jericho, who they had a lot of beef with at one point with each other. You know, just nothing but compliments about the man. But there was one person, there was one person that said, fuck this, I'm going to speak my mind. Of course. And it, it, his name is Ryback. The big guy, oh, Ryback, really? at Ryback. He says, you ended up being the biggest disappointment for me personally from loving you growing up. But I wish you well in retirement and future good health. People were up in arms about this, about Ryback saying that. It's like timing, dude. Read the room. Read the room. 
He didn't retire because he's old and out of shape. He retired because he almost fucking died. Right. Exactly. Don't take your personal <laughs> beef with some guy. This is not the time. Oh, no. listen. I, was Triple H, was he hard to deal with with some other people? I'm sure he was. Listen, you don't get to that level without breaking a few necks and, and uh, you know, creating some enemies there. It's, it's impossible to do. But those people will pretty, pretty much be smart enough to shut their mouths on yeah. Twitter. You know what I mean? You know, let the guy have his due, man. I was at work, and it was just, I saw the notification from Bleacher Report. So I brought up the, notifi- I brought up the report. I'm like, what the fuck is this? No. And I read it. I'm like, fuck. So I sent it to you right away. I didn't think maybe an hour later, news broke everywhere. Uh, TMZ posted it everywhere, of course. And uh, whenever TMZ posts a wrestling story, I love to read the comments. Because <laughs> most of them say... I'm not good at math, but say like 93% of them are awesome. But yeah, those assholes, like Mr. Will, he's still one of my favorites. Even though I canceled WE since I found out it's stage as hell. <sighs> that kind of made me no fucking sense. And everybody's oh, like, oh, God. oh, was it the steroids? Uh, that's, what, that's, that's, uh, that's what you get for doing steroids. I can't with people, man. I really can't. It's like, fuck you, dude. Right. Keyboard Time warriors, dude. And place. Exactly. Keyboard warriors. Why put your effort to making a hateful I say this all the time, like a hateful comment. Every time I sit, try to comment, there's many times I wanted to comment something and it was like um a not meaningful comment. I'm like, yeah, delete. I did this there's no point to this. People don't think before they send and it's like Oh, it's yeah, fake, it's it, fake. Watch him watch him watch him headline WrestleMania forty. <laughs> I'm tired of reading these comments. I, I I knew I was gonna do it. I knew it would piss me off, and it did. I don't know why I did it, but whatever. You know, there's always gonna be the trolls out there. But it, it's one thing to hear from the trolls; and they're just crying for attention. But to hear it from you know someone that's actually, or I don't think he's in the business anymore, but that was in the business trying to say, right uh, yeah, I don't care about right back. Like that—that's that's that's just asinine. Yeah. Like you, you're not helping yourself here. No. At all. Maybe, maybe get a job and control your narrative. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and we're talking about him on a podcast, so mission accomplished, I guess. Yeah, mission accomplished. Well, yeah, right? Whatever, dude. Uh, Triple H, dude. He, he's, his career was fucking amazing. I, I, I hope he still gets involved, though, as far as the backstage stuff with NXT. I hope so, uh, man. I hope, something, I hope he does some sort of role here. Raquel Gonzalez, I think somebody else in NXT posted a tribute to him. And her specifically, I think it was somebody else too. I don't remember who it was. Said, "We miss you." Yeah, I bet NXT does miss him. Right, he's the leader of a new generation. Yeah, you know th- that whole the whole thing when uh, when NXT got involved with Survivor Series was a few years back. Yeah, when he led the charge like DX style of uh, NXT invading with, with Shawn Michaels uh, at the head of it too. That's when SmackDown got like, stuck in Saudi Arabia. They need to fucking improvise. Right, what do you do? Triple H is there. NXT is there. Can you guys come up from Orlando on notice? Uh, minutes notice. They did. Boom. One of the most memorable moments in SmackDown history. It's, it's right. Fox and that was that was just that was so symbolic of like what Triple H meant to that division, to NXT, to those to those young wrestlers. He was their general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, William Regal was up there too, as, as far as like being that general. And he's gone now. Yeah. You know, NXT. They 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 missed that that leadership. Drastically, who's who's leading them right now? Kevin Dunn. 
We don't know. That's the problem. But this one really stung. I am not. I am not ashamed to admit. I don't think I've been on the show before. I'm not ashamed to admit. Shawn Michaels' retirement speech, the Raw after WrestleMania 26. I cried. I hope to give him a platform to do that too as well. I hope so, man. I just want to point something out here. That people think that you know wrestling is fake or whatever, or it's not mainstream enough. Yeah. And it, our audience definitely doesn't think that because, of course, they're listening to a wrestling podcast. <laughs> but touche. ESPN. This clip is on ESPN, right? Okay. Actually, the full interview now is on ESPN. Okay. Good. Uh, Stephen A. Smith is like one of the faces of ESPN. Yeah. Now, right. I'm looking at the view counts out of all the stuff, of all the videos here, of all the clips that they have between basketball, football. There's a lot of been breaking news in football, especially this whole yeah. offseason. Uh, well, who are you telling? March Man. March Man. We'll get to that later. March Man is going absolutely crazy. Everything kind of averages around 20,000 views on average. Triple H's interview, his full interview, 126,000. There you go. Enough said. Enough said. Huge loss. I think, Again, I was, this is really, really sad. Because not only because he's great, but the way he's going out. He don't want to go out this way. But God bless him. I hope he stays in, involved somehow. He said in NXT, doesn't seem he, there's much room for him there. Doesn't seem there's much room for him on. He's got a great know. mind for the businessman. He's, he really does. So like, I hope he still stays involved somehow, some way. If it's not WWE, then maybe somewhere else. I Who think he, he would, uh, his knowledge and experience and his, if giving free reign, he would have a huge <clears throat> impact on this industry. <laughs> well with that being said thank you Triple H thank you for the memories thank you for leading a new generation thank you for everything that you've done for wrestling, for WWE for putting your body on the line day in and day out for the fans and for creating amazing moments uh, that we'll never forget my, time for me to say my piece but I can't top that so well said brother And uh, <laughs> thank you. let's get right to some TV takedown it's time for this week's TV Takedown. All right, Mark, this is usually when I throw to you to get your TV Takedown, but you know I'm going gonna, gonna to cut the line here. I just want to get off my chest here. The main event of Raw was AJ Styles for Seth Rollins. A great match. Probably seems to be the best in the company right now. We knew AJ Styles was going to win, of course. But again, it's, it's enjoyable to watch, and these two guys put on a great, great match. These guys work very well together. Hopefully, going forward, there's a feud between these guys down the road. But we know Seth Rollins is going against Cody Rhodes. We know Seth uh, AJ Styles is going against Edge. This match made me look forward to both those matches in one match. Two birds, one stone here. Uh, I can't wait. WrestleMania. Is it 100% confirmed, though? Because, I, I, like, listen, they're doing a great job as far as like, making Seth Rollins look like a fucking lunatic right now. Great job. Uh, and, and, but, yet, but yet still staying strong. Uh, Seth Rollins has been on a uh, show after show after show, like you know, just showing off his ability, his character work. Uh, it's it's been great, and uh, you know he's been trending quite a bit uh, ever ever since. Um, you know, ever since like you know, it's been questionable whether he's going to be on WrestleMania, and especially with the rumors about Cody Rhodes, and he handled that pretty well with a live crowd when mm-hmm. they were chanting Cody. But it's still not one hundred percent confirmed that Cody Rhodes is going to be there for WrestleMania. Could be after Mania. True. It, it makes it makes me think. It makes me think that like the Cody Rhodes thing is a little too obvious. Really, I was thinking. Listen, there's no way in hell Seth Rollins is not going to have a match at WrestleMania. Of course That's not. A fact. Yeah. You know don't, he's going to be at WrestleMania. Almost. Don't say almost. 
I, I here's what I'm thinking. I mean, it's the most stupendous WrestleMania, right? Yeah. It's in Texas, right? Correct. It's we all know the dead man is going to be there. Oh, one of those, huh? Okay. Are we going to hear the gong? Is it going to be Undertaker's one last match in front of his home crowd, in front of an actual crowd this time, with Seth freaking Rollins? Are we getting swerved here? I would not be upset about that. I was really because thinking it's too obvious. Talk about what talk about TV takes on what we're looking forward to. And I'm, what I'm looking forward to is the Seth Rollins-Cody Rhodes match, because one, is going to be a fucking great match. What I'm looking forward to is, like, how are they going to bring this match to fruition? I don't believe right. Cody Rhodes is going to be on Raw next week, this week. I think we're going to see Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania, if this is the match. I don't think said. so. So I don't know how they're going to bring Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes together with a week left. But also, calling out the dead man last minute is, we've seen that with John Cena at WrestleMania 34. But that worked out very well. Yeah, so I'm not. I'm not against that. I'm not against that at all. I'm not against waiting, hold, holding Cody Rhodes Raw or SmackDown after Mania. But I, you, I, I, you, I, I love. Listen, man. I love being swerved because I. Some part of me hates being involved in this business to the point where I know what's going to happen. If this is a swerve, I am all for this. I, I'd be for it too because I feel like, especially if they want to do Cody Rhodes right, yeah. you know, just especially Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins would be such a good match. Oh my God! Yes. Uh, you know, but it, it could also be an incredible story. You know, like, why why are we going to rush it so fast for WrestleMania? The one thing that would make sense to me is like you know, Seth Rollins losing a squash match to the Undertaker, maybe get like maybe a, a little bit of offense in there doesn't hurt Seth Rollins at all, and you you, you give Undertaker that, that that shine if you will that that true go home in front of a live crowd in his home state while uh, while he's being inducted to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, and it makes perfect sense. The stars are aligning for that. And he said he would never wrestle again. Of course, how can you take that seriously in the wrestling business? And uh, I said in the show, I just hate the way he went out. And I loved how he went out in the Boneyard match because it was pre-taped, edited to make him look great. But come on, it's the fucking Undertaker. Have him have a squash match with Seth Rollins. Have him destroy him really quick. Maybe not even quick. Maybe hold a 10-minute match. Because Seth Rollins would sell the fuck out of all those moves. One of the best in the business right now. Right. So again, I am not against that at all. Uh, that's all I'm thinking. It, it won't hurt Seth, and, and then you, you can have a proper feud with Cody Rhodes if if he does debut Raw after Mania. Going back to Cody Rhodes, I think we talked about it last show. You thought Cody Rhodes is going to get buried and squashed. Do you still believe that? It depends. It really depends how they do this because, like you know, if if they bring Cody Rhodes, like the Cody Rhodes tell you was in AEW with literally everything, the gimmick, the music. You know, it's just um, the the American Nightmare. Like, if they bring all of that into it, the pyro even, let him do his thing on the pro on the mic. You know, don't script him so much, like they're doing with Ronda Rousey, the poor girl. Yeah, yeah. He never thought I'd say that poor girl about Ronda Rousey. Yeah, but right. My God, they're they're, they're they're killing her. You know, if, if they let Cody Rhodes be Cody Rhodes, then I think he'll be great. Actually, because you also mentioned if they like, have U.S. mentioned like it's AW guy. I you wouldn't be surprised that came in and squashed him, buried him. If they if they brought Cody Rhodes the way how he was in WWE, even with like the Stardust gimmick, then it's going to be absolutely buried. I think when you, when we talk about the NFL draft, we talk about certain players, right? It's boom or bust. You hear that sometimes. This yeah. guy's going to be boom or bust. I think that's what Cody Rhodes is going to be when he comes to WWE. It's going to be boom, boom or bust. Nothing in between. Russell Voss on Twitter posted two very high profile people were adamant 
to the boss that if and when Cody Rhodes arrives, he should be exactly what he was in AEW. Presentation, yes. ring gear, theme music, which he owns, pyro, the visual impact of the American nightmare crossing the line is significant here. And that's nothing because that, A, that makes sense. If you want AEW talent to come to you, you can't squash Cody Rhodes. You want AEW talent to believe, cross the lines at WWE, you have a home here, you have a future here. So I think this is Especially, this is kind of a huge prototype here. How they handle Cody Rhodes is very delicate because that is what they should do. Like you just mentioned earlier, too. They need to do the American Nightmare. What I see in AEW on WWE, it's a huge impact, not only for the business, but for AEW talent. Think, hey, maybe I should go to WWE. Maybe the grass is greener on the other side. Because guess what? Cody Rhodes coming to WWE, everyone's going to be watching that. Uh, yeah. Like, what I mean, everyone, what I mean, everyone, I'm not just talking about fans on the like, WWE side and AEW side. I'm talking about everyone. I'm talking about talent are going to be watching that, especially when people's contracts are expiring. They're going to be paying close attention. Are they going to be doing Cody Rhodes dirty? Are they going to be treating yeah. him right? Well, what are they doing here? Because, you know, there's, there are two big names in AEW that WWE is definitely keeping an eye on. It's MJF and Jade Cargill. They're making no secrets about it. Yeah. Those are two stars that they see in their eyes. That's... Exciting time to be a wrestling fan around, buddy. Especially this season, my favorite season of the year, WrestleMania season. Hell yeah, man. Let's dive right into it, man. WrestleMania, this, the most stupendous WrestleMania of all time. Two nights, Dallas, Texas, AT&T Stadium. Night one, this is all rumored. Nothing's in concrete right now, but night one, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship. Great build, great storyline. Looking forward to this match. Yeah, man. I mean, there's a lot of history there between these two women over like the last course of the year, uh, going back from SummerSlam. Yeah. Uh, le- legit, Bianca Belair injured Becky Lynch at one point during the course of this rivalry here. With, uh, what was it? Crush Larynx? Uh, yeah, I forgot what like it that. was. And, and then the, the, you see the marks that Bianca Belair laid on Becky Lynch's body. And Becky Lynch, honestly, she's, she's uh, getting more comfortable in her heel role. Uh, kind of slow build into it. Kind of feel like remind me of Bailey when she first transitioned to being a heel. Took her a little bit to hop on and get comfortable in that position. True. I think Becky Lynch is doing a very fine job right now. Obviously, fans are behind Bianca Belair. It's going to be a good match, man. I think uh, I think Becky Lynch is going to retain her though. Do you? I wouldn't be surprised if Bianca uh, takes it away. Okay. Okay. The Mysterios go against the Miz and Logan Paul. Uh, dude, I actually don't care about this match at all, and I love the Miz. I love the Miz. I'm a big Miz fan. I hate Logan Paul. Everybody does, <laughs> which is why I think he's going to lose this. What? Well, yeah, win or lose? Win or lose? I don't care if he wins or loses because again, I'm a Miz fan too. I just hope he has a lot of pressure on his hands because Bad Bunny last year set the bar very high, and whatever he does in the ring, he's going to be compared to Bad Bunny. From what I heard, he's still putting the work in. So I'm, I'm. That's what I'm looking forward to this match: his performance and comparing it to Bad Bunny, who blew everybody away last year. I'm going to be getting popcorn or food during this match, honestly. If I'm going to be completely real. So you don't care about his performance? You don't care about if he grazed the great, if he pulls everybody away? I literally don't care if Logan Paul dies tomorrow. Sometimes you don't care about Happy Corbin going against Drew McIntyre. I love Drew McIntyre. I love Happy Corbin. I still don't care about this match. Drew McIntyre is going to win. Wow. I'm actually surprised that you're saying that. Drew McIntyre is going to win. It's in the cards. Poor Happy Corbin. This reminds his undefeated streak. This reminds me of when The Rock was feuding with Billy Gunn. Okay. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's just like we know The Rock's going to come off on top. Just like we know Drew McIntyre is going to come on top. Like, this is like a, a worthless storyline here that we're, we're, we're putting so much time and effort. Like, yes. I understand maybe like a month, 
but they've been really dragging this out. This just needs to end. Please, Drew McIntyre, give him a Claymore, end the show. Let's move on. The Usos going against Nakamura and Rick Boogs for SmackDown <laughs> Tag Team Championships. Is it time for a change of guard, or the Usos still retain here? The only thing that I really hope happens in this match is that Pat McAfee is on commentary for it because Pat McAfee sells the hell out of Nakamura and Rick Books. Uh, I love the energy with them. Yeah. Rick Books, I don't think it's enough credit for his in-ring work, man. He's he's pretty damn good in the ring. Not yet, uh, yeah. And Shinsuke, we all know what he is. The Usos great tag team. This could actually be a sneaky good match. I, I think... Honestly, I, I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Boogs and Shinsuke Nakamura win it, man. I wouldn't mind seeing that at all. I wouldn't hate it. On my card here is for night one, but I think tonight at SmackDown is announced for night two, so I don't know where this match is. Edge against AJ Styles. Oh, man. So. Talk about getting your popcorn ready. Talk, yeah, right? I have to say the the build for this match wasn't as much as I'd, it wasn't as good as I thought it would be. It has nothing to do with both guys at all. Listen, like it, it, they're both phenomenal at what they do. No pun intended. Edge turning heel with the new music. I I dig it. I don't know. There, there, there's, there's something about the build that 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 was, just fell a little flat. But the match itself, I'm really looking forward to just because it's just two guys that can really go at it. Uh, we know they're going to steal the show. Uh, they didn't really need a story going into this, but we got one nonetheless. I don't know who's going to win this one. I think it's clear. I think AJ Styles has to win this one. I, I don't know if it's as clear, man, because you have WrestleMania Backlash coming up. I, you, you would think they're probably going to have a rematch. I, I I could see. Is this no DQ or is this a regular match? I believe it's a regular match. I, I, I think it's going to be some sort of DQ or I think mm. Edge is going to win with uh, some shadiness going on. That's what I think. It's possible. Me and you did a show with Cheyenne. We talked about WrestleMania card. And uh, to our surprise, proving us wrong. Not only Becky Lynch going against Bianca Belair night one, but Charlotte's going against Ronda Rousey for the SmackDown Women's Championship on the same night. Interesting. That's wild. That's absolutely wild. I think that's a bad move, personally, but what do I know? <laughs> yeah, right. Who do you think comes out on top here? Ronda Rousey? <sighs> I think Charlotte Flair. I hope so. I think Charlotte Flair. I hope so. I think Charlotte Flair retains. Uh, we, we, got, we got a little bit of a spoiler. You know, we've seen the, at, U, at Uniondale, a Long Island. Uh, SmackDown is going to be here May 6th. It, they advertise Charlotte Flair as champion. I can't trust that stuff. I, I don't know. So that's I'm, I'm kind of thinking Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey, they're obviously going to continue to storyline because they advertise Ronda Rousey is going to be there as well. So I, I think Charlotte Flair, Charlotte Flair comes out on top somehow, some way, retaining. She's going to retain somehow. As of three days ago, your main event for night one. But what I heard tonight, it might get flipped for Charlotte Ronda Rousey. So who knows what's going to happen? The KO show featuring Stone Cold Steve Austin. Is this a match? Are we, are we predicting this? Like, no, no one knows. <laughs> what's going to happen here? Does it come out and do what he normally does? Come out and hit the greatest hits? Thunder, beer bath, blah, blah, blah. Or since he's preparing, as we all talked about, for in-ring competition, will there be some sort of back and forth here? I don't think it should be an event. I think the Charlotte Flesh should be an event here. But it is on Cold Steve Austin, so I guess he does what he wants to do. I think this should open the show, honestly. Mm, that'd be hot. That's what I, that's talk about. Talking about that, hot that, that's what I think. Yeah, it's true. Open the show. Open I, the show, I'm, man. I'm all for that. I mean, Stone Cold's obviously going to, like, you know, gain the, the KO. He's going to rip him apart. Uh, they might have a little bit back and forth, a little bit of a, you know, like the, the blow for blow in the middle of the ring. Yeah. But, you know, we all know how it's going to go. It's going to be no surprise here. We're going to night two with a fatal four for the Women's Tag Team Championships. 
again, don't care. I, I tweet about this in Shot of Wrestling, man. They've made these belts so insignificant. It's not even funny. All these women in this match are very good and capable of being singles competitors where there should be a, a mid-tier championship for the women. But that's all the story. Uh, don't know. Don't care. Comb your hair, man. Pick a team. Let's move on. <laughs> Anything goes. Johnny Knoxville going against Sami Zayn. Come on. The match I'm looking forward to. This has been a great build off on social media. They've actually done a good job building. They've done this. a great I, I job. Believe, even like the backstage stuff with the phone stuff. Like they just, I feel like these two are just good friends having a good time backstage. That's great. And, and just ripping into each other. There was a video that was released online of Sami Zayn like taking a bath, and he answered like a random FaceTime call from a fan who got a number from the Johnny Knoxville banner on screen. It's been basic, but on social media, they've been killing it. Oh, one thousand percent. The socials they've been doing a fantastic job with. Uh, even on uh even on like, you know, stuff like E News or whatever. They've been, <laughs> they even made they even made AP Entertainment news. Did they? Wow. Sammy Zane and Johnny Knoxville. That which is wild. Johnny Knoxville's gonna win this, I think. Oh, hands down. I'm happy they took the belt off Sammy Zane because it would have been too obvious. Yeah. I'm hoping this is entertaining, at least. Uh yeah, me too. Speaking of it being entertaining, match we're talking about two. Three weeks ago, the match of the night, the show stealer, Pat McAfee going against Austin Theory. Oh, man. I, I am actually looking forward to this one, man. I love Austin Theory. I love what he does. And I'm a big Pat McAfee fan uh, in wrestling, out of wrestling. It's going to be a fun match. Pat McAfee has to win this. Or or does Corey Graves get involved somehow, some way? Screw Pat McAfee in this match. The way they're building Austin Theory, does a loss hurt him here? Because Pat, you know Pat, Pat McAfee has nothing to gain from when he, unless he goes to your theory. He's talking about last show. Maybe he's done with commentary. Maybe he becomes a competitor. I, I think you bring some interesting points here, buddy. I, I could see, I could see actually see going back to what I said about Corey Graves intervening because I feel like there's some sort of feud between those two guys. And Corey Graves is cleared. He is cleared. It could potentially lead to a match down the road between these two, uh, where Austin Theory does get the W. We were shat on the tag team division, but I feel like Raw is. Doing a good job last couple months building that division. We had the RK Bro Street Profits going against the Alpha Academy for the Tag Team Championships. Randy Orton, he's got to turn a riddle at this point. You think? Even though apparently, apparently though, Randy Orton said he's having the time of his life though teaming with the riddle. Yeah, surprising. I read the report too because everyone wants him to turn a riddle. We're waiting for it to happen. We thought it would happen for WrestleMania. I read that too. He's loving this. He's having a great time. So why turn him? I guess, man. Although, I mean, they could have a great program together, they, oh, which so. would actually, I think, would help Riddle a lot more. I think Riddle needs Randy Orton to turn on him. I think Riddle really needs that more than anything else. And in your main event, Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, in the winner-take-all title unification match, Roman Reigns. I don't see how it's not yeah, Roman you got, Reigns. You got Roman Reigns? I don't see how it's uh, not oh Roman God. Reigns. Again, Brock Lesnar's having the time of his life. He's doing a great character. He's loving his time. Yeah. But, but also, he's part-time. After Mania, we probably won't see him for a while. This is uh, this is going to be the match. Hell yeah. Man this, is, th- this is two colossal titans going head-to-head right here. We've seen them go head-to-head before, but it's just like a whole other level right now. Two different versions of these guys. Uh, I, I am really looking forward to this. It's, it's a fight. This is going to be a fight. I better not see any lockups or anything like that. I just want to see these guys knock each other's heads out. I have to agree with you, buddy. I think Roman Reigns is probably going to win this one. He's in God mode. There's no stopping him. 
Yeah, I mean, Brock Lesnar would call him a part-timer. The advance been showing up every week? Yes, he's having a good time. It's going to be interesting to see, like, you know, it's a quote-unquote title unification, but, you know, there's going to be a new champion crowned on the losing promotion, which would be raw in this case if our prediction is true. So I'm curious to see the aftermath of that and see, like, it's going to be a tournament, or they're just going to throw a bunch of guys in a gauntlet match or whatever, or or five-man or six-man match. Has to be a tournament. Has to be involving KO, Seth Rollins, of course. Cody um, Rhodes. Or, or how about you put those guys in like a ladder match or something? I don't know, man. Like ladder match is great. Right, let's do a, let's do a crazy bracket like March Madness. I don't know, man. Let's go nuts. Let's have fun with this. You have the. I, I'm really curious to see how they do this. The UFC Championships all match. All the belts look alike. Mm-hmm. Understandably, you have the Universal Championship, WWE Championship look alike. The Women's Raw and SmackDown Championships look alike. Do you see them reintroducing the big gold belt, or will we just see another replica of the WWE Championship? We're going to see another replica. It's it's lazy. They're getting lazy. Like look, I, look, I mean, look, look, I, mean before, I don't think it's lazy. Again, UFC does it. Every every division has the same championship. I understand it. It's marketing. It's sellable sellability. Yeah, I'm drunk. Marketability. It's just I understand them having each belt look alike, but that. Big gold belt is iconic in this industry. It is iconic. I would love to for them to bring back the the big gold belt, yeah. but like their merch again. Look what Roman Reigns is wearing today. It looked like an Adidas uh, hoodie, but they just replaced the Adidas logo with the Superman punch logo. Oh, that, that's that. his. That's his. That's his new merch. No, they've done that for a while. That's that's just lazy, man. Like I, I don't know. Like it's it's gonna go. It's gonna go. What you said. It's gonna be a replica of like the other championship and take care of Comey here, and that's it. What's again? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not opposed to. One thing that's really pissing me off though about this WrestleMania card. We just went through the whole card for night one and night two. Oh, there, there's there some are, uh, rumor matches. Of course, we have Seth and Cody, almost Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley is not cleared yet, and Ricochet defends his title. But we found out tonight he's going to defend his title on. SmackDown prior to and, SmackDown. And and boom, there it is. So this is what I want to talk about here. We talked we talked about a few matches here. Ooh, but, but five, maybe about five, maybe less than five. There are a few matches there which is like punt, I'm gonna sleep on this, whatever, don't care. Right? A few matches here. We're not having an Intercontinental Championship defended. We're not having a United States Championship defended. Two prestigious titles yep. are not being defended on a, a card that has two nights. Two nights, buddy. There's got to be some time filler here. So I'm assuming one of these titles is going to be defended on the show. You're going to have the newer belts, the, the Women's Tag Team Championship, that you do nothing with. You literally don't do anything with it. You're going to have that on WrestleMania. But you're not going to have one of the, at least one of them, the Intercontinental or United States Championship. They, I mean, they, these are prestigious titles that have, like Hall of Famers have won. What Hall of Famer has won the Women's Tag Team Championship? Now you make a good point. I'm, that's why I'm assuming it, they announced Ricochet. Finn Balor has to defend it on one of these shows. It's just, it's just boggling to me, man. These these championships have been so watered down, and they've they've been rendered meaningless at this point. The only things that matter are, 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 the, are the main championship, the, the world and the universal, and the two women championships. The only things that matter. What match are you looking forward to the most? I gotta say, man. I mean, like uh, people might think I'm crazy. Pat McAfee, Austin Theory. I'm really looking forward to, man. I'm really pumped for that match. Of course, Edge, AJ Styles. So that's gonna be fun. But yeah, I mean, if, if the match, the match is Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar. I'm sorry, like that. That's just, of course, yeah. That's a match we all gotta watch. 
And I'm, and then I, I'm not gonna lie. I'd be lying if I said I'm not curious to see what happens with Seth Rollins. Is my prediction gonna come true? Are they gonna? Is he gonna face Cody Rhodes? Because I'll be sick. That's something I'll be paying attention to as well. Again, I'm looking forward to how they bring that match to fruition, whether it is Cody or Undertaker or someone else. Yeah, give me somebody random. If somebody random, huge letdown. It has to be Cody or Undertaker. That's it. Yeah, looking forward to what Stone Cold does. But again, my money's on Pat McAfee. Awesome theory. I, I, I think some of our listeners will think we're crazy for that, but so two weeks ago, some of them said we're crazy. Yes. So Mark Schwann, you know, um, my boss tells me we have a consultant coming in to do a big, huge upgrade for one of our systems that's going to take hours to do. She wants me there to watch him do it for some fucking reason. <laughs> Saturday, April second. I'm like, bitch, I got fucking shit to do that with that, that night. Can we fucking wrap things up a little bit? Because you know, I fucking stand and deliver at 12 o'clock. Of course, I didn't tell her that. I told her I had plans. She goes, well, hopefully it won't take too long. Of all fucking weekends, I got to go to work on a Saturday. It's fucking WrestleMania weekend? Who oh fuck, Who did I piss off in a previous life? I hope you got paid hourly. No, I don't. <laughs> I'm coming in on Saturday, so I'll get another day off during the week. So, bitch, I fucking took that Monday off. So, fucking WrestleMania Sunday, I'm partying hard. <laughs> Quickly before we move on to go some go home thoughts, I'm looking forward to stand and deliver. Looking forward to NXT. If I can fucking watch it, I'll probably watch it at work, hopefully. This is a huge opportunity for NXT, the new NXT. Corey Graves on After the Bell, I mentioned it. He compared it to the first takeover, NXT Our Arrival. Did you watch Our Arrival? No, I did not. I watched it. I didn't know anything about NXT, but I watched Our Arrival because I'm like, oh, this is the first pay per view, quote unquote, for NXT. Huge deal. And I watched a bunch of people I didn't know who the fuck they were. But it totally makes sense. There's a lot of people on the roster, a lot of the main people aren't familiar with. But if they put on one hell of a show like they did with our arrival, this might propel NXT 2.0 to the next level. No pressure, folks. Yeah, no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> but this stand and deliver is a huge fucking deal for NXT 2.0. And I hope I hope it comes through. I know, buddy, you're a big believer in NXT 2.0. I am the exact opposite. But you, you know what? Listen though? to it. I- I try to, I, I just can't. I, I just can't get why, into it. I don't know why not. I, I just I just can't. But you know, I, I listen. I, I root for the talent. I, I root for the I root for the wrestlers. I, I want them to do well, and like, I, I hope they turn the doubters into believers, like myself. So we shall see. Marcus, I'm tired. Let's wrap things up. I ain't going thoughts for me. Yeah, buddy. Screw you and Tyreek Hill. For picking you, for picking the Miami Dolphins over to the New York Jets, and I get it, I get it. Listen, like Jets put a competitive offer out there; they're going to make him the highest paid wide receiver. But at the end of the day, Miami doesn't have any income tax or anything like that down in Florida, so of course the guy's going to go get his. Of course, go down there. It just sucks. We can't get anything fun. I was at my job, nothing to do, so I got a notification at NFL.com that the. Uh press conference was starting so i watched it and he was asked about what made you pick miami over the jets did you, did you watch this you know what he said no no i didn't what did he say who the jets i knew i was always going to pick miami no matter what so uh i guess a for effort what? a for effort what? good job buddies good job jets it's it's weird that he went from and by the way I never really thought there was a, a chance in hell that we're going to get him. Neither did I. It was. I would have rather. 
I would have rather known, not known actually, that that was a possibility. But it's just crazy that he's going from Patrick Mahomes to Tua. Like, like why? Money talks, buddy. He's his home is I, Miami. I know, but, he's but, here in Miami all the time. He has family here. He's here half the year. You know, it's funny. I, as I'm looking, as I'm listening to you, I'm looking at the, the small screen on, our, on my computer where I'm on, and I realize I'm wearing a Miami color shirt right. right now. I know you were. <laughs> I noticed that. I didn't see nothing. But yeah, it's, it's exciting stuff, man. We have a solid core. We got Waddle and uh, Tyreek so Hill. Deadly. So two. deadly. And Chase Admins, and you have a new offensive lineman. Yeah, yeah huge. It's, it's, all on t- it's all on Tua right now. It's all on Tua. And apparently, we'll see, man. It, I mean, it don't matter because apparently Tom Brady is coming to the Miami Dolphins. And yeah, that's a lie. That's not happening. <laughs> I'm like, all right, do not that see this so, happening whatsoever. That was such a bullshit rumor. It's not happening. Tom Brady, he's still under contract to Tampa Bay, but the Jets just couldn't keep on sucking. The AFC is, uh, it's insane. Bro, bro, the Jets don't suck, man. You see this fucking tweet your quarterback posted? Zach Wilson, what did he, what did he tweet? Zach Wilson posted, and the quarterback needs an elite quarterback in the backup. You guys resigned Joe Flacco. Jets suck. Why am I still a fan? <laughs> the door's wide open for Miami because the bandwagon fans are coming, buddy. Let me know. No. We we got we have picks four and ten a draft. Cornerback, cornerback. That's what I say. Draft two of the top cornerbacks. Have them cover these guys. Yeah, uh, shore up that defense because uh, the offense, I don't know, man. Let's, let's play to our strengths. There has never been more exciting time to meet my Miami Dolphins fan. So excited. When does football start? What if Tua sucks? Oh, he might. <laughs> this this kind of reminds me. This kind of reminds me of Cleveland Browns when they got Jarvis Landry, when Odell Beckham. They had all these tight ends. They had the, Chubb, Kareem Hunt. It all came down to Baker, man. And Baker couldn't get the job done. Which apparently why well, they signed Teddy Bridgewater as a backup. And uh, somebody on ESPN would not be surprised if by midseason he's a starter. Right. A lot so, of people are saying that, man. Teddy Bridgewater. I like Teddy Bridgewater. He's not Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he's but... a band-aid to get Tom Brady next year, but it's fine. <laughs> But with us being said, Putty, that's that's the only grab I had here, man. Are we? What's the deal for us to meet? Are we going live? What are we, what are we doing? The I fans want to know. No, they don't. I do. I said that before the show started. You like let's go live. I'm like, all right, let's go live. It's been a while since we went live. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to go live on the April third at eleven o'clock at night because people have work. No, agreed. So tonight we are announcing we're going live Tuesday, April fifth, seven p.m. Eastern which gives us time to go right into NXT after Mania. But we will be covering Night 1, Night 2, and the Raw after Mania. Podbean, check our social medias for the link. April 5th, 7 p.m. Eastern, live. Looking forward to it. Can't wait, Marcus. It's our first time live in quite a bit. Uh, on a Tuesday, no less. We've not, we haven't done that before. We haven't done a Tuesday show. So, hey. First time, first for, time for everything. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, guys, please tune in at uh, 7 o'clock Eastern time. We'll be going live on Tuesday after uh, Raw After Mania. Uh, so there's going to be a lot to cover, I'm sure. Yep. Uh, as for me, as for me, you can find me on yourfavoriteactor.com. Uh, all my social media links are on there, along with Shot of Wrestling as well. And Shot of Wrestling, you can find us on all forms of social media, at Shot of Wrestling. Subscribe to our page. Subscribe 
also don't forget to leave a review for us. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, let us know who you want me to interview next. I have some interviews on deck here. Can't wait for that to air. And Putty, what do you got? Like Mark said, please rate and review us. That helps us climb up the charts, get our name out there. But yeah, man, this is my favorite season, WrestleMania season. Looking forward to it. Again, April 5th, live, 7 p.m. Eastern on Podbean. Stay tuned to our social medias for the link, how you get involved in the conversation. Looking forward to it. Mark, man, I can't wait, man. Should be good. Should be stupendous. Well said. So for Mark Schwann, for the governor, your guiding light, AJ Penn, I have been your host at Mark J. Putty until the fifth live. Putty out. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby, but I got you pinned. Ha, 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 But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>